Welcome to the Fresh Factory Podcast, where we're getting fresh knowledge and fresh revelation and a fresh understanding. I'm your host, Dr. K. Melendez, a.k.a. I am Fresh Oil. I am your master strategist, business consultant, and certified life coach. On this platform, we'll talk about anything, you guys, and everything when it comes to your personal development and growth. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Whew, we made it to Friday. I almost didn't make it. I know how many of y'all had some Cinco de Mayo drinks from yesterday. <laughs> and I had to celebrate the bouncing nine-pounder that my sister uh, delivered yesterday as well. So it's been a very exciting week for me. How y'all doing? Hmm? I mean, be honest. Tell me how you doing. All right, let's talk then. The topic this week, <laughs> but sis... She toxic, but sis, he toxic, and I understand. Y'all always pushing me up against the wall when it comes to relationships. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it is a part of personal development, and I know that you have to be able to have, you know, once you're developing yourself and you're changing, your relationships may change, and hopefully they're changing for the better and you grow together, but at the same time, I will tell you that as you're working on yourself, if your mate is not working on themselves, then you're going to run into some friction. Did I say that right? I'm half asleep. Did I say friction? I don't know. But you're going to run into some friction. <laughs> I think you guys said friction. Like I'm French or something, but I meant friction. But you're going to run into that trust. So, toxic... What is toxic toxicity? And, you know, medically, we know that it's something that comes to harm your body. You don't want nothing toxic in your body because your body's going to shut down. Well, I will tell you that the same thing does happen to your mind. So mind, body, soul, right? It happens to both. So the question I got asked was, okay, if you're dealing with someone that says that this is who I am, this is why I am, and this is the way I act this way, and I know I act this way, what what do you do? Well, the thing is, my dear friend, you do have two choices. You can stay or you can go. What I've learned is that over time, when a person shows you who they are, you have to believe them. Maya Angelou, okay? You you have to believe them. Um, I can recall, you know, we can even talk about this engagement I went through. Um, very short engagement. And the engagement was so short because the person was so toxic. Oh, my God. I've, I feel like cussing right now. But I'm, it's just like when I think about 
the wasted time, even if it was a short period of time, you know, even meeting, going, uh, all the things that seemed so positive in the beginning became so toxic because that person was a, just a control and manipulative person. And I told you guys last time, well, not last time, but, you know, on one of my talks, on one of my, uh, my blurbs that I do for my, uh, for my website and things like that, is that I had to go back and apologize to my ex-husband. And I had to apologize because some of the things that I heard recently from dating this guy and the short engagement that it was, I've never heard in my life. I've never had a man to talk to me like that since uh, moving to Georgia. And so what it did for me was let me know that um, I accepted things from certain people and tolerated as long as I could. But I had to make a decision whether it was something that I want to endure for the rest of my life. And I didn't want to do that. So when someone acts out irrational or says things irrationally, it's usually a trigger from something. Um, And we always try to go back and try to figure out what it is, whether it was from a past relationship or any type of trauma that went on. And when we say trauma, trauma is not just, you know, some type of tragedy. It can be a a point in life where that person has um, a brain type of injury. Um, And that could be verbal abuse or, you know, some type of emotional abuse that causes them to respond in a certain way. So do you stay or do you go? My advice would be stay until you can't take no more. And the only reason why is because you want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. You want to hope that they would change. You would have hoped that they would, you know, love you enough to say, you know what, I want to make this work. And you, you know, it's just like if you wouldn't want somebody to give up on you. Right. But there's a certain level when you're giving up on someone. (sighs) It's really hard. I was in the chat room today and they were talking about uh, the infamous Kevin Samuel passing away from cardiac arrest and of course a lot of sisters were like you know God don't like ugly and um well he shouldn't be sowing those type of seeds and this kind of other and then one guy got really upset and he was like you don't wish death on nobody and then I'm like okay but in other cultures death is a you know they they celebrate the day of the dead, you know, things like that. So I don't I don't know. I got a lot of mixed reviews as far as if this is true or not. I definitely wouldn't want someone to pass away because I know how it feels to lose a loved one. But at the same time, this man, you know, marketed his business on um, defaming women. And saying, you know, one of his quotes was like, uh, a man that got money don't need your money. He don't care about your money. And so it's like, okay, 
but you want me to do what? I mean, what do you want me to do uh, if you say that you're looking for a certain type of woman or a certain type of woman of caliber and all these kind of things? It was just a lot of rhetoric I found with his conversations. And um, if if he did, you know, rest in peace, if he didn't, then, you know, it's a celebration and uh, he beat whatever, you know, cardiac arrest he went into as of today. But a lot of people thought that he was a toxic man, sowing toxic seeds and um, causing a lot of friction when it came to our culture because you have, in my opinion, men that follow this talk and they start emulating this man and it becomes a breeding nation that we never get to the just of actual love and we know that relationships take more than love it it does take a certain level of commitment it does take a certain level of um you being able to tolerate things i'll tell you um it depends on the level of that person's toxic traits if you know that in the beginning that they were like that and you pushed through then you had accepted that person for who they are. And all you can do is continue to accept them because you know who they are. They've shown you their cards. They've shown you that they don't want to change their mindset. They've shown you that they don't want to change their vocabulary or how they speak to you or how they want to treat you. When they show you that, that's the moment that you have to say, okay, well, how much self-love do I have for myself? Would I talk to anybody like this? Would I treat anyone like this? And if your answer is no, then sis and bro walk away. And, you know, that I, I can hear you. It's easier said than done. But the thing is, is that you got to build your own mental strength. You got to flex that muscle. You got to know that it's going to be okay. You got to know that you starting over or finding that your, your true person is worth it. It's okay. I used to be... Uh, when I first went through my divorce, thinking I needed someone to be beside me or holding my hand or rubbing my head all the time because I love companionship, even though I didn't receive those type of things in my relationship. Maybe the holding in the hands, but I never felt intimacy, you know. Um, and I'm not talking about sexual intimacy. That's where I think a lot of the guys go wrong. They think that intimacy is only what you do in your bedroom. No, your intimacy is the kiss, the hold, and the hands, the coming and, you know, hugging you while you, you, you're working and, uh, you know, just looking at you and just kissing you or when you're out to dinner, just looking at you and just kissing you and just letting you know, feel that affection. And now when I, I have experienced that, it's an amazing feeling because I'm like, okay, this is what I longed for in my heart. I didn't long for, you know, someone to be complacent on just me being around, just being a pretty, a pretty face, just being the go-to person of their, their punching bag. If you feel like you're being punched on, if you feel like you're not being appreciated, Is that what you want to be treated with for the rest of your natural born life? Do you deserve that? No, you don't. 
You don't deserve to be unhappy. They're supposed to add to your happiness. And if you don't feel happy inside and you're, you know, it's not exuding out of your pores as you carry on day to day, as you you function, if you don't have that personal happiness and then have somebody dumping on you at the same time, you're going to feel low. You're going to feel unworthy. You're going to feel like you don't matter. And that's not the way that you need to feel, friend. That's not good. That's not good at all. It has to be some type of change. There has to be a shift. And if it takes some time for you to be able to decide if it's worth it, then I would tell you to do three things. And that is meditate, pray, and write. You need to do those three things to understand, one, your own feelings, how to voice your, your, your feelings, and what it looks like to write those emotions down. Because you need to get it out, out of your inside onto the paper so that you can be able to go back and review your week. You're writing down every day how your emotions are. And on that Friday or Saturday, you're reviewing your week. And if you're not feeling after this week that you need some type of change and shift, then keep it. You're okay with it. I'm not going to tell you to change your mindset on something that you're not going to change on. That's not my job. My job is to be able to tell you that, give you a solution to the problem. My job is to be able to help you overcome. My job is to tell you why changing your mindset, changing your focus, changing your behavior is beneficial for you. But if you don't want to do that as a life coach, (laughs) I'm not pushing nobody. I'm not. Get you somebody else that wants to sit on your on your bench with you and not want to see you be a dynamic person in your own right. You have to go with the person or the group or whatever, however you're getting your counseling or your 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 coaching. You have to go with the person that is for you. It's your life. So definitely you want to have somebody on your team that you can be able to receive from. Ain't no use to you listening to me and you don't receive what I'm saying. There's no person, no, no point in me wasting my breath day after day, week after week, month after month. You listening to me and you don't even like me. <laughs> what sense does that make? You don't even like me. But you listening? What sense does that make? You don't like the way somebody's treating you. But you listening? You don't like what they're saying to you. But you listening? Come on. If that person is not willing to change and grow with you and for you, to be better, to be a better person for you, that's what companionship is. That's what relationship is. I have to be a better, bigger sister by listening to what my baby brothers and sisters say to me. If they they best get along with me with jokes, then that's where I operate in. We don't have time for anything else other than what they're able to receive. 
if they don't call me or talk to me about, you know, their personal life and and things like that, I don't I don't say anything. You can ask any one of my brothers and sisters, if they ain't talked to me about a relationship, if they ain't talked to me about a significant other, I ain't said, I don't say nothing about that. All I just say is, hmm, go on about my business. I learned that. Now, that hmm part, I get from Deborah Ann, my mama. <laughs> but I'm not going to sit there and give my opinion to something that they are not asking me about. But if I go to them and we're talking about a certain situation and, and they want to share with me, then that's when the dialogue starts. That's why you, you're closer to some than to others is because of what you do for each other in that relationship. The relationship has to be important to you first. You know? It has to be important to you. And there's got to be some boundaries. If someone doesn't respect your boundaries... Baby, they're not the person for you. If they don't want to give you time to actually think and they're rushing you into something that um, that you don't want to do, that's not the person for you. They have to be able to respect you, your feelings, your emotions, your words. And I'm not saying, I'm not telling them to respect if you're the angry person. If you're yelling at them and if you don't know how to communicate, no. They're going to continue to act the same way because they're giving you exactly what you put out. You cannot be telling somebody else to calm down and you on 10. You can't. And that's not only with your voice. Because I've seen the niftiest of nifty try to correct me with a monotone. And be the nastiest son of a, yeah, on earth. Because sometimes people will say stuff to you, slick mouth, even with the, the calmest tone. And then make you to feel like you're the person that's causing the reaction, but they know that they're triggering you. They know that they're saying something that trying to get a reaction from you. Some people like to be toxic, guys. Some people like to to operate in foolishness. They love that stuff. They feed off of it. Narcissism, personality disorders, bipolarism, whatever you want to call it, whatever you're doing with dual, you know, personalities and things like that, this stuff is real. The struggle is real. And the thing is, is that generally... Just like a lot of people go misdiagnosed, there's a lot of people that are undiagnosed because of, oh, we don't go to therapists or, oh, we don't go to the doctor or, oh, we're going to pray about it. No, no, and no. When we change the culture, we'll change the game. And that's on everything. But do you stay in a toxic relationship? No. If that person is not showing you any strength and growth, no. And it doesn't take long for, you know, they say, a leopard to show his prince. I mean, what? see a tiger's stripes? See the leopard's uh, print? I mean, whatever analogy you want to use, it don't take long. Because that person is going to show you. It can be a mere conversation, and they'll get 
uh, all flustered and start talking crazy again. Does that mean that you accept it? No. No. You don't. That person has to learn how to control themselves just as well as you. I remember at one time I was in a <laughs> a tit-for-tat relationship. You do this, I'm going to do it too. I feel this, I'm a, I feel you doing this, I'm, I feel like I'm going to do it too. Because we were in relationships where we didn't have, you know, the safety and security. And for men, it's the trust and respect. Me and my girlfriend, my best friend, we talk about this all the time. A woman has to feel safe and secure. She has to know that you have her at all angles. Mentally, emotionally, physically, all the above. Some of the areas I know that you, you know, if you're looking at a scale of 1 to 10, some you're going to be 6, some you're going to be 8, some you're going to be 7. It doesn't matter, but she knows that you have the qualities. He knows that you have the qualities, right? And therefore, a man, the respect, the trust, the respect is being able to not disrespect him. I don't know why a man feels like they're being disrespected because a woman says something to them in a way that they don't think that it should be said. And that, that that's all with personal development as well and growing. But y'all have to have some type of um, empathy, especially if a person didn't grow up like you, especially if a person doesn't express themselves like you. You can't, if you're looking for yourself, be by yourself. That's what I would tell you. Because you got to make, you got to have room for mistakes. Because nothing is perfect. But toxicity, you do not have to take that. Especially if it's repetitive. This person repetitiously does the same thing over and over again. Do you ever think it's going to get better? You wait two years. You wait four years. You wait seven years. Now y'all been together 20 years and he ain't did nothing. He ain't changed. She ain't changed. And you wait all this time for that person to change. You got to set boundaries. You got to put limitations on it. It's your life. It's your life. Just talking about toxic people is draining for me. Have you ever been in a situation where your positivity (laughs) makes people mad? Because... I have. My positivity will make a person mad, especially if they are always negative, if they always got something negative to say, if they're always me, if they're always condescending. It makes that person mad to see the joy that you have. And it's crazy. Because they're used to chaos. They're used to the arguing. They're used to the fussing and fighting and for somebody going tit for tat with them. But at one point, somebody has to grow. And I feel like I've come to the point where 
I've grown so much that I know exactly what to ask for. When I'm talking to my man, I can tell him how I feel. He tells me I respect how you feel. And I I want him to respect how I feel. But at the same time, the communication has to be still conducive for us to continue to grow from that feeling. There has to be some type of resolve. And this is where my Christian ways of, you know, the man leading, head of the household things come into play. You might not even be for that. You might want, um, even if the woman is making more money, that doesn't mean that your man cannot still lead his family. It's a matter of respect, right? Because a lot of the time now in these days, women are the breadwinners. Women are doing a lot of things, whether they are influencers, life coaching, speakers, what have you, you know, traveling nurses, um, you know, CEOs, presidents of, you know, Fortune 500 companies and things like that. Women are leading the way. They're, they're, they're doing their thing. It doesn't mean that your husband takes the back burner. It doesn't mean that your significant other takes the back burner because you're making more money. You still respect him for the man that he is if that's what you want to be married to or be with. That's another class. That's another lesson. That's something that you have to get from, you know, either being mentored by someone or create or going to these classes and things like that. These webinars, these conferences, that's where that comes into play. Nobody can teach you every single thing about every aspect of your life all in one setting. It is a journey. And for the journey, everything isn't free. Some of it is you're going to have to invest in yourself. You're going to have to invest in your spouse. You're going to have to invest. And I'm not talking about taking a trip or vacation because a trip or vacation is not working. You need to get together and go to a marriage retreat or a couple's retreat or do something with other people and actually not saying to trigger, but to actually, if you don't know how to reach that person, then counseling is it for you. You know? Marriage counseling, couples counseling, whatever the name is over it, you need it. You need some support. A lot of times I think that, you know, things fail because we don't want to reach outside the box or we don't want anybody, quote unquote, in our business. Sometimes you need somebody in your business. Sometimes you need somebody to say, hey, 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 it's not just him. It's you too, sis. It's not just her. It's you too, bro. (sighs) That's all I got, baby. That's all I got. I wish you all the best. I pray for you. That you will have all that your heart's desires. I meditate and manifest everything to fruition because I can see it with my eyes. I can speak it with my mouth and I can believe with my heart. And that's why that's how I choose to believe for others. When someone tells me something, I see it. I visualize it. 
And I say, yeah, that'll look good. And when I see it and say that, I have to believe it. And then, poof, it's there. (laughs) And that's what manifestation is. God gives us the ability to have vision. You know? And not only that, with the vision, your um, discernment, that's your, your, your spidey senses or the little person on the inside, that's your little voice on the inside is telling you what's right and what's wrong. Stop settling. What you settling for? That person is not the only person in the world. And if that person was your person, then you wouldn't be feeling the way you're feeling. Right or wrong? Tell me that. <laughs> I know I went over and I kept going. But as things come to me, that's what I love about my podcast is that it's, it's raw and it's organic. I don't talk to you from a script. Majority of the time, I don't even think I know. I haven't written anything down yet. It's all through the channels of me being able to feel the energy and the flow. That's how I that's how I do my podcast. I'm sure as I grow, as I network, there's going to be certain questions and certain topics and things like that, but this topic right here came from TikTok. How do you deal with a toxic person when they know they're like that and they want to stay like that so my question is why would you want to deal with them if they say that they're not changing but you love a toxic person so how do you love them you're going to love them by changing the way who you are you're going to conform to what they want you to be so that you can be able to be in a tolerable situation and you have to be okay with that because that's a decision that you made hmm You chose to fall in love with a person that does not respect you. You chose to fall in love and be there for a person because you were waiting on a change. When they don't even have the mindset to even want to change. And sometimes it's an illness. If they already told you, like, I'm on this medication for bipolarism, I'm on this medicine for anxiety, depression, whatever have you, you already know that there's a situation. So when you know that there's a situation, you be a student over what you're learning about that person. It's not that you can't love them. It's not that you can't be there for them. But if they already have a situation and they're telling you or if that situation develops after on, When it comes to mental health, you can stay or you can go. That's one decision. I mean, that's a decision that you have to make. Nobody can make that decision for you because we're not going to be there with you day in and day out watching you tolerate or not tolerate this behavior. I love y'all. We had 30 minutes. I'll see y'all in two weeks. Check me out. Stay fresh. You can find information on Dr. K at IamFreshOil.com. 
please check the other social handles such as Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter.